Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And what was the first thing you just said to us? Got to take a lot of things off. And you have done. It's very chilly outside, so then you come inside and it's warm in the studio and you don't mm. want to sit here being warm, do you? Temperatures that- are hitting zero this they week. They are. Yeah. Uh, has that piano always been there? Yeah, it, it's usually it, covered it, up. I might, but I feel more round this way It's been than brought normal. out okay. because they've had to put the top down the side. It's topless. Oh, OK. Fair enough. Well, you know, <laughs> once the piano starts, we should all join in. How's it all going then? Pretty good. I've had a good uh, but boring week. Nothing interesting has happened. How about you guys? Uh, yeah, it's been all right. Actually, I had my birthday on Friday. That was good. Happy, Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Very, I've got uh, L.A. Noir on the Switch. Ooh. Perfect gift. Because I do want to play it, but I don't want to buy it. I don't want <laughs> to spend any money on it. <laughs> Perfect, that is. Uh, I got a hoverboard. Okay. You what, know, what do you mean one of those? Those things that children use. Right. Yeah. Really? Yep. So have you been on it? I've been hovering. Have you? I have, yeah. I took it out on Saturday. And uh, have you ever hovered? No. I, I've never hovered. I think, well, I think this is, because um, uh, when they first came out, every, so just to, if you don't know what they are, they're those sort of mini Segway things, but very, like, the, the, you stand on them like you would stand on a skateboard sideways. Yeah, they're a Some wrong way around skateboard, right? Self-balancing things, yeah. yeah. And uh, when they first came out, um, they were, of course, scares, weren't they? You couldn't use them without burning your house down. That's So they true. got banned. Yes. But they're back. Unbanned. Unbanned. Okay. Uh, this one came from Argos, so I believe that's fine. They're great. I, I, re- I genuinely wish that... Uh, so, yeah, obviously I fell off the first go and dented it, which ordinarily I'd be a bit annoyed about the first time you use something. Like, it's got proper dents in it now. Okay. But I'm, you know, I'm wearing that, like, war paint. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, got to grips with it. It goes quite far. I, I wish it wasn't embarrassing to use them. It is, though. It is. Now, obviously, I can only go out at night and but hover. Also, you're not allowed to use them on the streets, I not, think. I think the law is you're not supposed to. <laughs> I think that's what, it sa- that's what it says in the law. The, <laughs> you're not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so we, yeah, we uh, we took it up a cul-de-sac, okay. um, which is a bit embarrassing actually. I was filming because Dex is desperate to be a YouTuber. So the last couple of weekends <laughs> I've had him, we've been videoing what we've been up to over of the course. weekend, and then I've been cutting it together very very basically on Adobe Premiere. Um, so we were we were filming our attempts, right, and and that's fine. But it's slightly embarrassing because the cul-de-sac that we were doing it in, I think, is used by drug dealers, <laughs> like genuinely. It's car, and cars, one car will drive up, and then another car drives up, and then they both drive away and that happens like sort of several times and uh, I was really worried that I'd have to hoverboard away from the <laughs> drug dealers because they thought, exactly, <laughs> because they thought that we were filming them or doing a recce so uh, yeah I mean I, I don't know for sure that they're drug dealers no. obviously but I Maybe made it very just friends yeah, Friends well, spending time should we together? both drive there separately and meet for a minute and then leave? Yeah, that <laughs> sounds like a fun way to spend a Saturday. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. I like it. What do you think the uh, TTC <clears throat> is? Time to canal. No. Uh, never. never. 
No, I mean, I'm not going to use it as... You no, know, it's not the future of transport it's because not, it's no, too what, embarrassing. What he meant was the time until it's you thro- fall into oh, the fall canal. Oh, fall in and throw away. Uh, no, I mean, I feel pretty good at it now. Uh, doing stunts? Not tricks? S- no, uh, doing some 360s. Yeah, of course. Spinning around, going a little bit too fast. Tony Hawk. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, she come up and I always hover around. I am. Um, I went ice skating this week, and it feels like a very similar thing. Just right. like, oh, yeah, oh, and by the end of it, you're all yeah. Torval and Dean, aren't you? Yeah. Can we get Anne? Can we get um, Hoverboard. hoverboards <laughs> on expenses? Yeah. Sure. Okay. But so this is the next generation one. It goes twenty kilo- up to twenty kilometers on a single charge. Right. Seven point five kilometers. So if an you hour. ever need a getaway car, how far is is where you live from where Sadly, you work? Yeah, so I'd have to pause to charge charge okay. it. Oh. But uh, yeah, it's good. Wow. What futuristic mode of transport have you been well, using? Ice skating, clearly. Yeah. Is that futuristic? It's oldie worldy. Yeah. She's bringing it back. Okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, we don't yeah. have a guest this evening. Uh, Alex Fleetwood was due to come on, uh, but he cancelled because he's got a swollen tongue. Now, if that's the criteria to cancel being a guest, how did Jamie Oliver get interviewed <laughs> anywhere? Uh, that would have been Fleetwood's third appearance, yeah. I think. He's doing an interesting thing with well, we're uh, just calling him Amazon Fleetwood Echoes. Now. Fleet. Fleeters. Yeah, he's doing these um, uh, games that you play with. Oh, it's where the Amazon Echo, I believe, acts as like a dungeon master, with, <gasps> but using real world stuff. Right. So I was looking forward to that. We have to do it in the new year, he said. No, we'll never know. We will never know. I asked Amazon if I could do that. And what did they say? They said, we're a bit busy at the moment. Right. (laughs) How did you do that? We're washing our hair. (laughs) Hello at Amazon.co.uk, was it? What a very good idea. (laughs) Also, where are all my parcels? Right. Good. Are you ready, Anne? Uh, Sure. Let's do it. on Monday the 27th of November. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Valve is continuing to go all in on Steam review bombers. A few months ago, Valve added a historic review chart to each game so potential purchasers could see any anomalous dips in review scores. Now it's adding two more features. Firstly, a new method of calculating the helpfulness of each review. It means that accounts that rate an excessive number of reviews on an individual game will see the weight of each individual rating count for less and less. And secondly, store pages will now show the default helpful positive and negative reviews in a similar portion to that of the overall review score for the game. (laughs) Okay, I don't understand that first point because I thought you could only review a game once. No, so if somebody has reviewed a game Mm -hmm. and then you click to say it's helpful, you can click multiple reviews for one game. Right, so I see. So the more that you click, so if you keep going like, this is helpful, Mm -hmm. even then doesn't matter your right. uh, your clicks will count less and less but it, if you're going it's this is unhelpful which is obviously a way of bumping up those negative reviews oh no this is helpful this negative review is helpful you're trying to get the negative reviews to go to the do you have to be page. logged in to do this yeah you yes because it has to be tied to an account right yeah you have to log in to vote reviews being helpful yeah or, right. why don't they just turn reviews off like this sort of sounds like a ripe palaver <laughs> every couple of months like no guys you've got it now you know you lot were being idiots we found a way to stop you mm. I just feel like uh-huh. almost every week is Valve doing something that's like don't I think we've figured out how to make humans it's going to be well, fine like, we've foiled them <laughs> they can continue being bad but we won't let it affect anyone else hmm have you been uh, steam sailing, Simon? Well, um, as, I, as we were chatting earlier, I got a right good deal in uh, Amazon's Black Friday week, week of Fridays. <laughs> it was good effort. Every night was Friday night uh, at Amazon. Uh, so, yeah, I've got a, a PC I can play games on now. So what's been um, enlightening is the fact that um, I've tried to buy games I already own. With it, so I'd forgotten that I owned them. So because uh, I bought them through, I got them through things like Humble Monthly, which I've been yeah, through. Yeah, and I thought yeah. one day I get a game. I've got that now. So like, okay, cool. Well, I've got Rocket League on Switch. Go, it look better on the PC. I'll buy that. Oh, you own it? Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, what was another one? Um, Inside is cheap. Uh, I own that. Okay. Uh, John John blows the witness. I own that. <laughs> so I You're like all the a games. Destiny's That's Child exactly. song, aren't you? <laughs> that game on my yeah. computer. But it's funny, uh, you know. I think it's terrible. You know, as a publisher, I'm I'm uh, I'm a uh, behest of these whims as well. Where um, you know, I look at something like the Sexy Brutal. I understand it's a really good game. It's only fifty percent off Steam. 
Right. I'll put it to my wish list. Come talk to me when it's 66% <laughs> off, lads. Um, so I bought a few things. I bought GTA 5 uh, because we were sent a download code for that originally on PS4, and I felt, similarly as I did with Battlefront 2, I should be giving money back. That turns out that was a mistake. Uh, but yeah, I bought GTA 5, and I bought uh, Friday the 13th, the game. Okay. Do you see Portal 2, which you assume everyone's played, but Got was £1.49? Only. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to compete with that if you're a if you're a dev, dev or a publisher, I guess. How much was Chime? Didn't see. I can't see. I already own it, Steve. Course, so don't course. try and catch me very out. Good, very good. <laughs> Nintendo has apologised for the server issues with Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Uh, players frequently got error messages when trying to log in. For their woes, they have been offered twenty leaf tickets and in-game currency, and not a rubbish IRL gift. In the error messages, Nintendo said. The issue is still occurring intermittently, but please be aware that we are investigating it and will resolve it as soon as possible. Thank you to those users who have contacted us or left feedback regarding this issue. Mm. So, did we talk about this last... When did it come out? It came out this? officially last week, didn't it? So, <clears throat> w- we would have missed last week's show. It was, it was later in the week, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. It was on Tuesday. Um... So, oh, had, had you we... not got your Australian friend to download it? For you? <laughs> no, you not? I had. Um, mm, are we going to be talking about this in the review section? I don't know. Are you? I've sort of moved on. Like my Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, sort of. <laughs> we got not... loads of time, Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's do it now and in the review section. <laughs> so I got uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp on Tuesday. I was super, super excited, and by Friday, I had dropped off entirely. Um, I think it is a pretty hollow shadow of the original game and uh, quite cynical in its construction as well. What uh, happened in it then, Steve? Because I loaded I got my Australian friend to send it over and I loaded it up and then just deleted it immediately. So it starts quite, you know, in a, in a similar sense to the others. Oh, you're going to be given a chance to run a camp. Uh, oh. Yeah, campsite. And you think, oh, all the animals, you've got to persuade them to come and camp at your campsite and you've got to decorate it. And it's like, okay, that's a good setup for an Animal Crossing game. You are going to be, uh, you know, buying furniture, making your place look pretty. Oh, I've got to make it look pretty to attract this cat because this cat only likes sporty furniture or cool furniture. Great. I understand that loop. And great, there is the same sort of activities as in, uh, you know, uh, console Animal Crossing. So you can go fishing or you can go bug catching and you can shake a tree, shake a tree, uh, bring fruit down but right from the start it's clear that this is different because there are already all of the fruit trees around so there's none of that excitement oh now i've got a pear tree just go to a different location get your pears straight away there's all um you go to a river or you go to the sea and the fishing is much simpler and it was already pretty simple on the original and bug catching is the same you just click on or tap on a bug and you catch it pretty much um all of those mini games are based around uh, just simple tap interfaces and come up with timers. So, oh, you've caught, you've shaken this tree and you've brought down all the fruit. That'll be back in three hours. Or you can put some fertilizer on it. That'll make it back straight away. But um, that costs money. Sorry. And the same is true of the tasks that the animals give you. So they'll give you three tasks. They'll say, oh, I'd love to be your friend, but first I need this bug and a couple of fish. Okay, that's not how friendship previously worked on Animal Crossing. They were just always delighted to see you. And you could give them gifts, but it was kind of optional. This time, they won't come and play with you unless you give them the gifts. And the gifts are quite hard to acquire, so there's ways to pay for them. And it's all geared around that. I, I sort of think that the problem is part... I, I, you know, One of my friends on Twitter today pointed out that the game has lost a lot of its tactile sense through the touch controls. It's just not as nice to play anymore. But also in a design sense, Animal Crossing was always constructed around this real-time clock where it was encouraging you to play for 15 minutes. And then at the end of that, there was less and less to do, and eventually it'd be like, come back tomorrow. When you came back the next day, it was a joy. You know, all your friends in the village would be like, hey, hey, it's great to see you, and you have more things to do. That would continue. This is constructed along a completely different, uh, around a completely different rhythm, which is play for 15 minutes. Oh, please keep playing. You know, you could do so much more, but only if you pay. And that's just upsetting and sad. So I think you were right, Simon. You were right. Your instinct was right. I played it on Tuesday. got it on Tuesday. Played it quite a lot on Wednesday and Thursday. And just, it had become a horrible grind. And uh, uninstalled it. That's it. 
What were the uh, real world amounts that you could pay? Did you did you notice huge? Was it- so um, it gives you quite a lot of the tickets that you're meant to spend uh, at the start, and it tells you to spend them th- on things like inventory, uh, enlarging your inventory. But I think the the it was trying to get you to spend like thirty quid on uh, a few hundred of them. Um, I think the smallest amount was I might have this wrong. I think it was 99p for 10 of these tickets, and that would not buy you very much in the game. Um, Do you think there's a danger that they've ruined Animal Crossing for like the um, the reputation of it for when it comes back on Switch? Are you going to feel as warmly about it now, given that it's... I think I'll be worried about it. And I saw someone today, might have been on Reddit, mention that they can see video games having a kind of kite mark on there that says this game has no... DLC or microtransactions, that being a badge um, that the industry ends up applying. Just, and I, I can see that in this case because I would worry about about buying an Animal Crossing from now on, and knowing that Nintendo now know how to play this game, and we'll see. You know, it is theoretically a game that fits perfectly with this stuff. It's a time limited game. But the timings in it originally were designed to play with the compulsion to play. That sort of feeling of, you can't quite do this, but come back tomorrow, there'll be something amazing. Made that lifespan, you know, made that game play out over months, over years. And now it's like, you can't do this yet, but your rich friends can. And that's a horrible feeling. Unless you're one of the rich friends. True. Battlefront 2 players fed up with how long it takes to grind for in-game credit have come up with a solution that bends the rules a bit. Reddit user Fongen posted a picture of a controller with two elastic bands wrapped around the control stick so they can rack up credits for matches without actually having to play or being kicked out for being a non-participant. It's definitely technically cheating, but who's going to ban the unbannable elastic band? Simon. Hi. Are you on this game? Uh, I've, I've come to the conclusion over the weekend that it's it's, I mean, I, if you put aside the in-game credits and the loot boxes and whatever they're doing, it's just not fun anymore. It's just they've massively overcomplicated it in a bit. Mm. I guess to shoehorn things like these unlockables in there, which you, you, you had in the original game as a sense of progression, which there they're still is. You still level up, but you don't, you don't level up consistently. You don't unlock every, you don't lock something for everyone. You, oh, you've locked this for that uh, class or this for that class and it's just baffling the time to get back into the game after respawning is is far too long even though they've just halved it um the objective based campaigns that they used to have which were so enjoyable have just completely disappeared and have become a, me- a mess of we'll run here now stand here for a bit and the other team have to stop you standing there for a bit and then you either did or didn't stand there for a bit and then you move on to somewhere else at which point you either win or you lose but you're still not sure until it comes up and says victory or defeat at the end and you go okay cool shall I do that again <laughs> I'm not going to no they've really really ruined it Wow, really ruined it God, this is a bleak start. Isn't it? it? Two of our favourite games. I know, gone. <laughs> gone forever. Long, yeah. I think it's, the, it's a real shame. Uh, the overcomplication thing does play into the Animal Crossing thing as well. It's, it is not as... Previously, you just go up to, you know, that pig in your village, you give it a gift, and they'd be like, oh, great, thanks, thanks for this. And now it's like the pig wants, you know, three bugs, two fish, this apple. Like, That's not fun. Right. It's not how friendships work. It's not how shooting works. Uh, I'm going to spoil Star Wars Battlefront campaign mode. I'm just letting the listeners know that. Uh, Wait, how long do they have to stop listening for? Uh, maybe uh, I don't know. Let's say let's let's say a minute from now. But in the campaign mode, which I thought was really really cleverly designed because it gives you the view of the Star Wars conflict from the Imperial perspective. Okay, so you know how how like all kids are evil, right? Mm. Little kids, you know, all they want to do like is they want to be pretend they're shooting each other. They all want to be the baddies, right? So um, giving them the opportunity to play as Inferno Squad, who are on Endor when the Death Star gets blown up, I thought was a stroke of genius, right? So Death Star is brilliant because he can shoot rebels now. as the Imperial <laughs> And it has, I mean, it really does look like the original Star Wars trilo- trilogy and some of the animations and stuff like that. But, and I thought that's really, really clever of you here. But midway through, you become good, okay? And you bump into some of the good, and then Death is like... I don't want to play Luke Skywalker, Dad. Why do I have to play him? He's rubbish. I said, I'm sorry. It's all part of the, all part of the uh, narrative. And uh, yeah, and even he went off that part of it. After one good bit, you know, I, narrative, why you can take it or leave it. But um, that plot twist uh, has, has, has left him cold. I mean, I still think it's, it's a, it's a decent, over? Yeah, it's a decent campaign. Over. 
But um, yeah, it, it feels. I don't know. They had a game which had such a slow start, given the, the the original game. Everybody hated the beta. Then you got into the full game, and you're like, actually, this is really good. It's disposable first person. It's not without the sort of shouted Call of Duty stuff. It was Star Wars, and now uh, they've just overcomplicated everything and undone all of that goodwill. That I don't know how they come back from here. Here's a video game revelation we didn't expect to find out. Mass Effect animator Jonathan Cooper revealed that the animation style was influenced by Ricky Gervais's comedy show Extras. He tweeted, The close over-the-shoulder camera style I use for conversations in Mass Effect was inspired primarily by Ricky Gervais's The Extras. This is not a joke. That entire series was built on awkward close conversations. He used screenshots of scenes with Les Dennis to illustrate the style. We knew Keith Chegwin had an illustrious video game history, but Les Dennis never. Huh. I'm not familiar with the Mass Effect games particularly. I think I played the first one a little bit. I've not played two or three. I think this was in the first one. Yeah, but I don't recall oh, you, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't recall. So he deliberately made the conversations look awkward, did he? Was that the point? Is yeah, that... I think it was like doing the over the shoulder close conversations as opposed to, you know, slightly right. step I don't know if he was trying to make them awkward. Or was just going for like a an intimate style. What prompted this revelation? Did you just come out with it? Yeah, it just seemed to go on Twitter and do like <laughs> a list of a list of stuff that you might not know. Hmm. Did, uh, do we know what any of those other things were? Yeah, but they weren't as interesting. Okay, good. Why assume? <laughs> And finally, remember that sweet summer of 2016 when all we did was run around catching Pokemon? Looks like that summer never died for quite a lot of people. Pokemon Go's Global Catch Challenge launched last week with a target of 3 billion, that's right, 3 billion Pokecatches to unlock the Japan-exclusive Farfetch'd. The total was smashed within six days. That averages at 500 million catches a day. Players were helped by the unlocking of double XP, double Stardust and increased Pokemon spawns. But still, 3 billion. Imagine that number of penny sweets. Ridiculous. I uninstalled that alongside Animal Crossing as well. Purge. Yeah. What about Super Mario Run? Did that make the cut? That's on my iPad, which is running out of space. So so that's fine. Okay. They released new levels for that, didn't they? Yeah. Not so long ago. Haven't played them. Uh, Are you still catching? Right. So um, no, but every couple of days it'll come up with a little. Oh, there's something going on in parks near you. Why don't you go outside? <laughs> and I'm like, stop judging me. Um, no, I haven't been playing it, but I'm going to open it now, see if I can get one of those. Okay. See if I can get one of the rare ones. And then, then what are you going to do with it? Down. But if everybody's got a rare one. Mm. Oh, yeah. It'd just be rarer another... to not have one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another uh, Fero, isn't it? Or um, It's just another Fero. Just another Fero. Okay, well, uh, like... But there's still a lot of people playing. If they mm. got three billion in six days, that's loads, right? True. Lot, it? Are you planning to play the other location-based? Um, oh yeah, catching game. Yes, is of it course a catching I am. game? Couldn't say. Catching. <laughs> catching. 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 Is, it, is, this, is this the cat one that you're doing or not? No. Oh, okay, sorry. That the was... other one that Niantic are working on. Oh, of course, the Harry Potter one. Yeah. Right. Yeah, of course I'm into that. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Can you tell us anything about it? No. What would you like to see in it? Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> what colour is it? What do you do once you've caught him? <laughs> I literally don't know anything. I don't know anything. Okay, interesting. Yeah, it looks good though, doesn't it? Thanks, Anne. One life left, video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, the greatest uh, radio station in the world. Like, that's factually accurate. Uh, this is some chip music. We've got it from chipmusic.org. It's called Micro Music. It's by PSS270. Uh, you can find lots more brilliant chip music there. Uh, Simon and I were just talking about B-Ball. Just talking about the, uh, the hoops. Uh, hoops, hoops, basketball, the Lakers, and the uh, and the Raptors. Have you given up on your uh, of basketball? I have. I'm too busy, too much power. Too many switch. games. Really? Too, too many games. Too much. Yes, I've started playing a new game on Switch, which we'll talk about in the review section. Okay, which is exciting. Uh, and you still switching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we know you're. We're interrupting you, are we? Sorry, I've just opened Pokemon. Uh, just gonna leave it there for a second. Okay, see what happens. Do. Great. Uh, we don't have a guest now. Maybe we should have been playing... While, while this music was on, maybe we should have been thinking about what we were going to do now. I mean, that would have been an idea, wouldn't it? Would, it? it would have been. We were talking In an ideal world, but it's too, it's too late to talk about. We talk about Christmas party. Uh, yeah. We have uh, very, very exciting news. We've booked our Santa, our games industry Santa for this year. Oh, yeah, I need to buy the outfit. Why do you need to do that? Santa's got his own, presumably. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Santa's, Santa's... going to bring his own outfit, but I should probably just buy a backup one. Oh, just in case he... What, in case he soils the one he's... I suppose. I got an he's email got... from this Santa, yeah, because yeah. I didn't know that this was going on, <laughs> and he just said, oh, dear, what have I let myself into? Info. Info. Interesting. Mm. Good. So that's going to be very exciting. Uh, if you want to sit on our Santa's lap and find out if you've been naughty or nice... Uh, there's still the possibility of getting tickets. We are running a wait list, so go to, uh, well, go to our Twitter, um, One Life Left's Twitter at slash One Life Left or Marioki at slash Sing Marioki at Sing Marioki. Even you will find uh, details of the event right there, where you can join our wait list, and we'll probably re- be releasing a few more tickets closer. To the event it's quite soon though isn't it yeah do you want any um festive headgear for the party i think we should have some festive headgear all right what are you doing that now yeah i could have done that earlier good so that's gonna be exciting gonna be a good night you won't be there simon won't be there no this might be my last show actually for a while maybe you can skype oh, in oh no i know how do you feel about that sad well you're not gonna be here next week either oh yeah, yeah. i'll be there the week after and then i'm away where are you but next the- week are you having a baby? <laughs> no. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, no, I just got some something. Yeah, I see. You're not moonlight. It's not that moonlighting nah. day, is it? Is no, it? no, no, no. No, it's not. Are you sure? Because it's the same date, isn't no, it? No, it's, it would have been the week after. It's to do with real work. Okay. Real work. Okay. Because this is fun work. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm. What are you going to do on your own show then, Steve? I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure. I, I did talk the other day with um, uh, one of my potential colleagues about running the, uh, potential the, old, the old ice cream spin off in the One Life Left slot. Did you? Yeah. Goodness me. You couldn't he's make it last selling an hour. Our, he's selling our <laughs> slots. You guys aren't. You don't show up for yeah, work. People don't tune in for, your, for that, do they? No, but it's cross marketing, isn't it? Unless you talk is exclusively it? about ice cream vans in video games. I could do that. What ice cream is in video games? Grand Theft Auto. Maybe. Is the shout in Speedball 2. Yep. Ice cream. That's it. That's not going to last an hour, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Just going to have to play the same show twice. Yeah. True, true. I don't know. Uh, what else could I do? Could oh, I do? well. I can't do Steel Life Left because it doesn't sound like one. I can. That doesn't really sound like one. It sort of works a bit better than Steel, doesn't it? Yeah, you're in trouble, actually. I'll be tuning yeah, in. Are. It's going to be really yeah. funny. Me and Anna are going to hang out on Monday night. Yeah. <laughs> Just listen and see what he's up to. Good. Any other business? I hope so because we've got half an hour left. <laughs> <laughs> we've got some letters to do. Should we do those? All right, all right, all right. Hold on. One second. I say some, I mean three. Thank you very much for your letters. You've been very busy emailing. Team at one life left.com. <laughs> I deliberately caught you out. First in today, though, was James Parker. Jay Parks. Friend of the show, James Parker, says, uh, Dear team, and optionally, super special guest. Thanks, James. It's like you know us. It is Cyber Monday, the weird online cousin to Black Friday. Earlier today, I got a Switch and some games with a marginal discount, and I'm cock a hoop. But what's the best gaming bargain you ever got your hands on? Thanks, Jay Parks. Why does it take them so long to get a Switch? 
Interesting. Waiting for a bargain. What was the, the bargain this morning? Was uh, Mario uh, a Switch, Mario Odyssey, uh, and Rabbids for one eighty, wasn't it? Yeah, you see, he was one talking... pound eighty. Two eighty. Two pound eighty. Shut up. He I think was, it was. He was chatting in our Discord. Okay. Uh, Jay Parks. Um, what well, uh, he was? This is the Mariochi Discord. Yeah. Is it? He was chatting. So he was talking about other things, things other than Mariochi. Is that allowed? Was he? So, was yeah, he talking about a, ice cream? It's our Mariochi <laughs> Social Club. He okay. was. He was chatting about um, rabbits. He asked. He asked if rabbits was really all that, and uh, I said, "You're no, the wrong person to I think ask." It's quite you? bad. T. Right. Gow's Tony Gowland. Mm. He was like, "It's very good." It is very good. And it all got a bit fractious. Okay. Yeah. Well, he bought one in the end, so so he shows how much he well, pays attention to you. I think that's absolutely fair. Um, yeah, so... Game well, bargains. Game bargains. Oh, that's right. Well, you got your Portal 2, haven't you? Ooh, you mentioned. that's a very good bargain right now. Dunno. I mean... W- <laughs> Sorry, Anna, we boring you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was one of the early adopters for Minecraft. Were you? Yeah, I picked up Minecraft uh- for... Four dollars or whatever. Did it you? Was. It's twenty three pounds now. Well, it can be. God, you should have bought loads and sold them on. Shouldn't <laughs> you? They'd be like <laughs> Bitcoin. So I remember with See Minecraft. What Bitcoin's at now. Our IT guy in the office came in last week and and like obviously we don't know what to say to him yeah. usually, but he was sort of tapping away doing whatever it is he does. Then he looked up and he said, "Have you seen how much Bitcoins are?" And we went, "What? <laughs> why would we know that? We're not criminals." Well, I tell you why we'll know it because yeah. there's a at the Mariachi uh, venue. Well, exactly. There's a, 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 a Vending machine, and we were joking early in the because right. yeah, it was it was touching a thousand pounds, and we were like, "That's absolutely ridiculous for one bitcoin." For yeah. one bitcoin, but what is it now? Nearly ten grand. What? And there's another opportunity like Minecraft. We've, been, we've, we've just asked. waved through ahead of us. <laughs> Go on, <with> you. <laughs> oh no, after you. Yeah, it could have been if we'd been doing our loading. We'd gigs, put a pound paid, in, but it got paid ten in, back. Paid in paid bitcoin. bitcoin. Do you know what? <laughs> That's not a bad idea from now on. Is it? I, I think, think it's a terrible idea now. What, get paid in Bitcoin? <laughs> well, but more I, fun. I've got a Bitcoin question. If you've got one coin yep. and it costs £10,000, yep. what if you want to do something that only costs, like, £20? <laughs> you can't. can't. So you, own, you can only... You can only buy new, in, yeah, you can only buy something for £10,000. <laughs> That's Which a lie, is annoying if you want to park. If you're just That's parking, a lie. You've got, you've got, in your pocket, <laughs> you've only got a a, your bitcoins. That's a lie. <laughs> How do you do it? Well, it's all online. It doesn't exist. It's theoretical, so isn't can, it? It's nonsense. So it should be called bitcoins. Po- <laughs> <laughs> well, it should, well, well you, I, I suppose you're saying that Joy-Cons should be called Joy-Cons when they're multiple. Joy-Kai. <laughs> Joy-Copodies. Uh, all right. Uh, good. I hope we had some that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I got one. Okay, go. Dear Team and SSG, uh, now that video games are so normalised that so-called famous people can declare their appreciation of the form without fear of scandal, could you tell us which celebrities you'd like to invite to your ideal LAN party and what you'd play and why? Celebrities can be living or deceased, but must not be fictional because then they aren't celebrities. Insert Anton Deck joke here. I don't understand that. Chris Conroy. All right. I know. Chrissy yeah. Teigen. Okay. 100%. Carly Kloss, because she's well into coding, apparently. You can code with Klossy. Okay, and, what, and that's good conversation over a dinner, dinner party, is it? No, this is who a you would party. invite a to your ideal oh, see, land okay. party. So if you're struggling with your Linux server, ask Klossy. Right. She'll sort that out. And Carly Rae Jepsen. To bring the tunes. <laughs> yeah. I just... I, I was thinking about this earlier today. I was thinking if, if uh, we could find a pop star who might like Marioki, who would it be? I thought, CRJ, I've just got a feeling she'd get it, she'd get us. Did you cut to the feeling? <laughs> Very good. Uh, so those those would be my three. Angela Lansbury. <laughs> I just feel like she would be able, like, on a puzzler, she would crack it. But I do see how your minds work there. Yeah. Yeah. That's mine. Simon? Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> <laughs> on what? Well, because at least then you'd know where he is. He's round Steve's at that dinner party. You could safely go elsewhere. You can't have a LAN party with just two people. If you're having oh, a wait, and you're not, have to have more that, than yeah, one. Exactly. Yeah, what, two's company, you're, two's company you're three's party. You're going to do local play. You're going to do split screen. You need more than... Who, which celebrity would you get round to play um, Jackbox? That's a good question. Because you want someone who you wouldn't mind 
making some jokes in front of. Mm-hmm. So no one too funny. Well, it's obviously n- like no one that you that you want to admire or respect you, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jeremy Clark's here. Yeah, <laughs> All right, another letter. Uh, Robert Wells writes, hello team, hello super special guests, question mark. Like Steve and his Mr. Mime, I've finally got the Pokemon that I've been waiting for. Some kind of global catch nonsense is unlocked far-fetched for a few days, and I've finally got the leak-carrying mono-brow duck of my dreams. I've no idea why I wanted him. I just did. <laughs> what pointless game quest have you pursued with no reason? And why were you doing it? Pip-Pip Roberts, pointless game quest. Pokemon Go. You're still doing it, aren't you? Yeah, look. Mm. I mean, we, we've talked before about quests that you've made up. Like, so the idea of playing a game in a way that is different to the game uh, designers intended. And I played uh, Skyrim as Kelly Clarkson for 60 hours. That was kind of pointless. I was doing it to try and make Skyrim a little bit more interesting than... What? Orcs. Etc. It is, it is orcs, actually, mm. that you've just said that because you're talking about the game I love. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, God, we yeah. amuse ourselves, yeah. don't we? We really do. Maybe we should invite ourselves to a LAN party. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have a good time. Uh, we've got one more letter, which you don't appear to be... Uh, no, I've got, I've got uh, it. Uh, do you? Okay. Oh, so you I was going to ask whether Anne was going to oh, read it out, but she was too busy playing no, Pokemon I, no, Go. No, I've got it up. Look. T. Gows. Tony Gowland. Right, dear team and SSG, mm. got a new idea. All these battle royale modes are fine, but they're all catering to action game fans. What about a game where you've got to design an island, place the weapon spawns and all of that kind of thing, trying to match uh, to make matches between AI players as exciting as possible for your audience? It'd be like theme park, but with more people getting hurt. There's no question in this email. Feel free to discuss between yourselves. <laughs> Or whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess letters don't have to be questions, do no. they? <laughs> no. Which is good because be we rarely answer them. Yeah. Is there a crocheting game? Why do you ask? Or a knitting game? Just thinking of games that aren't like aggressive. And I can't think of anything more calming than knitting. Okay. 100 players on an island have to knit, knit their way off. Balls of yarn around. I don't know. It's Tony's thing, really, not mine. Tony, see what you can do. All right, that's it, isn't it, for letters? Thank you so much for the letters. Do keep them coming. If you've got anything you want to ask Steve in particular, yeah. now might be your opportunity. <laughs> Email team at onelifeleft.com.
You're listening to One Life Loud on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Careless Whisper <laughs> by Frank Angelotti is dead. <laughs> we were just amusing ourselves while that was on. Uh, it was very funny. It was very funny. Very funny indeed. Does anyone else need anything from Amazon? But, but, but. Do you know what? I want an Xbox One controller holder. And if Xbox you order it within the next six one. hours, it will be here on Thursday. Controller holder. Nine pounds. Oh, wall mounted. No. <laughs> Why would you? Would you? I don't know. What, that, that one? Yeah. I'm not going to see for ages, don't I? Yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, thanks, though. Um, what are you ordering? Apart from an Xbox One. Um, well, she's finished. She played Pokemon Go for the yeah. evening, so she's yeah, just, so she's just catching just up with a bit. doing a little <laughs> shopping. Okay, good. Uh, no, I was getting some Christmas hats for the Christmas party. Uh, what else could we... Well, we might need some decorations. Do nah, we have tinsel? Nah. Fake snow. Oh, oh, snow machine. Snow machine. That'd be good. All departments. Forty-eight ninety-nine on Prime. Is it? Should we do it? Seems crazy. Su- does to. it say suitable for all occasions? <laughs> all perennial. Ten liters of fluid. Yes. Nice. Just keep that in your shopping basket. If anyone's listening and wants something for under ten pounds, <laughs> who's coming to the Christmas party, email us. We'll add it to the order. Yeah, you've yeah. got how long? You've, you've got, got nineteen minutes. Nineteen, 19 minutes. minutes. Anything as long as we can plausibly claim it under expenses. Oh no! Wait, I think that's just the fluid. The actual snow machine is fifty nine ninety eight. Is that above ten pounds? Still, yeah. what can you really put a price on people's happiness? Yeah, fifty nine ninety eight. Good. Good. Um... What? <laughs> no, it is a snow machine. <laughs> It's in. Good. Right, we'll just leave it there. We'll see if uh, anyone who is coming to the party, we can hand it over there. Email yeah. him. How many, uh, how many people are we allowed to have at the party? Should ask uh, James that, really. I have asked him. Okay, and what did he say? Didn't reply. Interesting. Well, that's, well, you know, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> that's, that's, that's as many as you'd like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I guess, uh, you know, because um, we have a long wait list, so I'm just wondering who we can invite. Uh, are there any industry figures that we should invite to our party? I invited Bithel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't seem that interested. I invited Hollis. Do you want to know what Hollis said? Yeah. I'm busy that night. No, he didn't say that. He didn't say that. Hold on. Hold on. Just let me find the email from Martin. Lots of Amazon orders there. Here we go. Uh, Subject subject line, it has been too long. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, under a year. You're talking about Christmas? (laughs) (laughs) Since I last saw Martin. Slightly over a year. Uh, As subject, want to come to our Christmas party? Hmm. Martin Hollis's reply, straight to the point, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it is lovely to be asked. That's it. He's honest, isn't he? He is honest. Go admire that. Mm. Even if it hurts. Yeah. So, uh, so anyone else who? Why did should... Bithel say? Why would? What, what? What made you think that he's not interested? Uh, no, he just he's he's. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I'll ask him again. You do. Yeah. Well, we are asking him now. I mean, he listens. Surely, just good to... point. What about Marshall? Well, Dan, Dan listens. Of course, he does. Of course, he does. He yeah. definitely listens. Yeah. So, so Dan. If you want to be on our on our, if you want to be the one person on our guest list, <laughs> he lives miles away though, doesn't he? We can get him a train. We we can get you a train. We'll get you a train and hotel down <laughs> if it costs under ten pounds. Wow, good. Yeah, just uh, wait. Can know. we put Dan Marshall on expenses? Don't know. Can we? Can we? Dan Marshall. Should we do the reviews? Let's it do feels it. like we need a purpose <laughs> right now. A little sense of momentum. Okay, here we go. Hey, Simon, what have you been playing this week? Play- Thanks for asking, Steve. Actually, I've been playing quite a lot. Okay, uh, good. I've been playing Skyrim. So it's very much enjoying that. Now level eight. How are you finding the controls and the switch for that sort of gameplay? Yeah, brilliant. First person. Really, 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 really brilliant. I mean, okay. obviously you can play it. You play it third person, Steve, if you want to admire my champion's tunic. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, really, really, really good for a 40 minute commute. Thoroughly enjoying it. When I'm not playing that, I'm playing Mantis Burn Racing on the Switch. What is that? Well, that is a throwback to the old top down um, rock and roll racing uh, circuit breakers yep. uh, style game. So. Um, uh, yeah, it's that on a switch. Um, there are a variety of races you can straight up racing. You can do where it's uh, first it's across the finish line. Uh, time attack where you race. You have to do certain stuff under certain time. Knockout where every lap they take away another player. Uh, it's got quite a substantial career mode. You can buy new cars, upgrade your cars. Um, yeah, it's really lovely. Uh, it runs very well. I, you know, I'm not digital foundry, but I <laughs> suspect that it's running at 60 frames a second because it's super smooth. Um, and yeah, there seems to be an awful lot to it. So um, it's a game that has been out on other formats, but I've paid very little attention to it. Um, but the Switch is... is or up until... Um, Mantis Burn has been uh, missing this style of game and so I was very intrigued and I wasn't disappointed uh, 7 out of 10 I've not played any multiplayer on it yet but uh, th- those options are available do you know what I'm really enjoying about the Switch is that when you go onto the store there are loads of games I haven't heard of right yeah like that it it feels like um just a new selection of games yeah I feel it's quite exciting there's a sort of sense of discovery on there that I'm not finding uh, on PlayStation or Xbox. Well, or you're, or you're probably missing them elsewhere because you look on the store and it's just what? Also oh, true, Call yeah. of Duty DLC. Uh, so that was good. Um, I played PUBG for the first time. I'm not sure if you've heard of this. Uh, it's just a little Battle Royale game. Uh, I had absolutely no idea what was going on. Mm. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Okay. Uh, I, lo- I bought it. Uh, I installed it. I loaded it up. It warned me that it wasn't going to work. I said, I'm fine <laughs> with this because it's early access. Like, spec bugs. Right, fine. I then got in a plane wearing just my pants. Yep. I then it told me to push a jump a button to jump out. So I jumped out in just my pants. Of course. Landed. And then there, um, we were in an area... Oh, no, before that, we were in an area where people were just shooting me. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't dying. I was invincible. Uh, so I didn't understand what was going on, where they got the guns from, because I didn't have any weapons. And then we all got <laughs> on a plane together. I think we made up. Uh, I decided to not wear any clothes or, or keep keep my clothes off. Uh, jumped out of a plane, landed, um, and then was ter- absolutely terrified of anything happening to me. So I ran and hid in an upstairs yep. uh, room. I found a, a, a house. Got into the, I shut the door so I'd know where anybody was coming. And I just lay there in my pants. Yes. And then I was very fortunate because it kept telling me... First of all, it said red area is happening. I didn't know what that mm, was. Explosions everywhere. Okay. Like, so were you in the red I area? I wasn't in the red area. No, no I was fine. It's, it's not good so to So I, was like, I didn't know area. what that was. Um, and then it said that the eye of the storm was shrinking, but that was fine. It was shrinking. I was still it's in shrinking it. Shrinking around you. So uh, you start off with a hundred. The object, I believe, is to be the last one. I was like in, into the 20s, just lying on the floor in my pants. Something like that, generally. Yeah. Lots of people, I could see them outside and I was really, really nervous. A few people creeped around. Yeah. I kept very, very still. <sighs> Uh, in my pants and then um, I did have to move and so I was like oh no so I crept over and I hid in a in a little indent uh, between some rocks and I just sat there in my pants <laughs> and then um, a man came and uh, he had a gun and he had a balaclava and uh, he camped in front of me but didn't know that I was behind him so I sat there for a bit and uh uh, I was like, okay, I don't, something's going to have to happen here. So I walked up to him and I punched him <laughs> in my pants. Punched him like twice and then he turned around and shot me and I came seventh. Wow. Yeah, seventh. Best That's game really in the world. Good. Most popular game in the world. Seventh. Aced it in my first go. Yeah. How do you get clothes and how do you get guns? They're just in the houses. They're just Are they, So does everyone start off with nothing? Basically, yeah. Yeah, they okay, do. do they? I mean, you start off with clothes, uh, skins, but they don't affect you. Right. So you'll have stylish clothes, which are the Thanks things that you much. open. Well, you have stylish preferred, pants, yeah. But what can you just stay in your pants if you want? I think so. And there's no I, disadvantage to doing no, that. No, and there's no advantage to wearing a nice anorak. Told you. Or a, pants. Yeah. So uh, your experience is very, very similar to mine. Was I came it? 19th lying in a bathtub Did afraid. <laughs> Of everyone and everything, yeah. Um, and but was you mentioned that you play it with some guys, so I might want yeah, so in you... on that guy action. Yes, do we all? We I think we all just wear pants, do we? Of course, in real life, of course. In our game, in... we're wearing our stylish clothes. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I would like to play it with people that I know because I was honestly just terrified. Yeah, I mean, the most fun I've had in there has been like the fun we had in Ghost Recon, yeah. where you know you're not 
playing it quite as seriously. You're riding around in the car with your friends <laughs> and it's ridiculous. And okay. then you try and do something. I had a very, very similar t- experience to yours as well where I, I saw someone and they didn't see me and I didn't know what to do right. and ended up shooting them and they just turned around and shot okay. me. Because Dexter yeah. showed me uh, Fortnite uh, Battle yeah. Royale, which again, which just seemed like a less scary... He d- d- doesn't seem scared of it at all, but no. uh, they had buildings that you could build stuff in it and mm. that looked quite good. But yeah. Anyway, 7 out of 10. Wow, Steve. Oh, okay. Um, I have been playing two games. Uh, we started the show in a kind of downbeat. Here are two things that we loved, and now they're terrible. Animal Crossing and Battlefront. Um, both of the games that I've played have been absolutely brilliant. So, upbeat finisher show. Boom. Assuming you're not going to be mean well, about something. Well, let's wait and see. <laughs> okay, so I've been playing... Um, I've forgotten what one of them is now. <laughs> I'm really worried that I'm not going to be able to remember. It's because you don't judge games by their name. No, I've remembered. Okay. Um, so it starts off uh, Tuesday of last week. Uh, I have sort of game club with uh, some of my students where on Tuesday evenings we play loads of different games. Have you uh, been invited? I'm uh, not one of his students, actually. There's very little, <laughs> nothing that Steve could teach me. <laughs> Uh, so we sit around and play uh, loads and loads of video games. It's an opportunity for me to explore itch.io and things that I normally wouldn't make time to do. And, um, you know, most of the stuff we play, five minutes or so, and they're interesting or they're not. Played a game called Noodles, uh, just because it had quite a nice name and it looked kind of interesting. And it was absolutely brilliant. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. You should download it on itch. You can pay nothing for it if you want. Uh, I would... <laughs> <laughs> I would I would do that and then pay the guy some money because it's a brilliant exploration of well it feels to me like an exploration of life uh, in a new city a new uncaring city uh, the idea is you've got to make some noodles for your friend uh, but it's just a really really nice uh, exploration of that kind of abstract it's beautiful and you should play it it's hard to talk about it more because everything would be a spoiler but yeah do that the other game um i am more happy to spoil uh because i don't know anything about it at the moment either it's ernog unlimited it's just come out for switch uh, it's been on pc it was init- initially a humble bundle exclusive but you can get it mm. on steam now as well it is the uh, latest platformer from one of my idols in game development Nifless. Uh, who made Knit and Knit Underground, one of my favourite platformers. You do uh, like that, don't you? Love, love Knit Underground specifically. Uh, and this is a, a platformer, and it seems to be an exploration of systems. There are lots of things inside this world. It doesn't tell you anything about them, and you can pick up all of these things, and you can use them, and they all do different things, but they seem to combine in interesting ways as well. Much like another of my favourite games, Road Not Taken. This is a game about learning the systems, and what does that mean? And maybe it's going to tell a story with that. I don't actually know. At the moment, it's all very, very abstract for me, and I have no idea what I'm doing. But I'm enjoying that. I'm really, really enjoying investigating, uh, you know, finding these new items. Super cute, like all Nifflis's work. And it was, I think, 13 quid. Right. And uh, really, really, really enjoy it. I think it's one of Raw Fury's first Mm. published games. They signed that. Uh, But yeah, it's really, really good. Can't recommend it. Can't recommend it enough. And like all games on Switch, it's a perfect fit for that system because the system is brilliant. What about you, Anne? Oh, me? Uh, I've been playing Pokemon Go. Right. No, I haven't. Uh, I didn't catch anything just then, so I I cannot say that I've been playing it. Uh, I've been playing Worms Battleground. Because it's uh, free on PlayStation Plus at the minute. And Matt used to play a lot of Worms when he was younger. I was like, I'm going to give this a go. See what that guy's been chatting about. I was working when Worms came out already working but how young did you start (laughs) um so this has i don't know if it used to have a story to it but the story of this one is a very posh lady who i think is the lady from the it crowd um is an evil woman who is trying to get you to go and steal artifacts uh, from like museums and things and there's something to do with a uh, a stone carrot and there's something to do with a donkey. And, but you're a worm. And she's like, 
go in there and blow up those other worms because this other person is, is hypnotising the worms and we need to kill all the other worms so that we can get all of the goodies and bring them back. Um, so I was a worm. Okay. Um, and I believe... I've never really truly understood what turn-based means, but I think this is one of them because you take it in turns. So you have a go and then another thing has a go. Is I mean, that correct? I've always been unclear on the meaning as well, but that yeah. does seem logical. Uh, are you sure it's not worm-based? <laughs> I played a worm-based game right, okay. and you took it in turns. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you try and blow someone up a worm up and then that worm will try and blow you turn. up and then it's their turn to try and mm, blow okay. you up this right. is starting to make sense actually now. yeah and then you just go around the how area how does it stop then once you've blown each other up okay. okay if they blow you up then it starts again if you blow them up you say that to children don't you so like you, take turns when you're inviting them to blow each other up yeah okay right. uh, as worms <laughs> fair enough um yeah so it was pretty fun what did Matt think of it? Did, when he was younger, did a young Matt, who I imagine was still seven foot, was he then? Yeah. Even then. Yeah, and uh, handsome. And ha- no, very, wait, no. very handsome. I, he was young. Yeah. So was... not too handsome. No. Um, but he is tall. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, did he then go, I really like worms. I wish it had a story. No, because I think... So he used to play it with his friends because I was like, oh, look, it, I think we can play it together. Maybe and in he, those innocent days, they would invent their own stories, would they? Maybe, yeah. <laughs> they, would, they would sit around their right. computer screen and go, oh, this, this little wormy went to market. And now it's your turn. Yeah. Wait a second. Is this where the phrase, the worm has turned, uh, comes from? Yeah, it must from. be. I imagine worm, so. Yeah, got it. T- worm. The worm has turned. Based. Uh, so that is the thing that I played. Seven out of ten. <laughs> Do you think anybody uh, would have noticed we didn't have a guess? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we got register to? I think we got away with it actually. We did. It's amazing how we, we do this every week. This is great Amazon content. <laughs> yeah. No why. one's emailed in yet. No. Uh, uh, we did specify it has to be one of the hundred going though. So yeah. you know they're oh, yeah. all probably out get buying stuff on Cyber Monday. <laughs> Aren't they? For the party. Yeah, probably. Buying their own hats. This little piggy went to market. And died. Yeah, did you read about that? What? That that's, that that's the meaning of that nursery rhyme. Well, it's not... Pigs don't go to hang yeah, but, out. But that's what I thought, obviously, as a child. This little piggy goes to, went to market. It's been taken to the market. Yeah. The sound of a pig dying. <laughs> You can say that now as a vegetarian. You like you've got a mm-hmm. smile on your face, haven't you? And you mm. How did you find this out, Steve? Um, all I was of a sudden, sudden, someone on Twitter said my life has changed, and I followed a link, and it explained that this little piggy went to market is is going to market to be yeah. sold mm-hmm. to be slaughtered. This little piggy stayed at is home, being at home slaughtered. Uh, this little piggy stayed ho- stayed home so that that can give birth to more pigs yeah. right this little piggy had, had roast, roast beef, beef is being fattened up <gasps> to go to market this little piggy had none because there's no point wasting any more food on this pig because it's ready to be slaughtered and this little piggy cried wee 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 which is um, French for yes yes it was so happy about because it's being because it's, yeah. it's happy about uh, escaping I, I love to be killed yeah bacon no not about being killed it's happy to escaping oh okay yeah thank you for listening little children (laughs) (laughs) i hope you've enjoyed tonight's bedtime story with one life left i know but i somebody um whatsapp me a picture by the way okay Mm -hmm. that'll work on the radio (laughs) not that one um look at this okay uh where are we we've got to stop soon simon no but look at this um this is a cliffhanger Gaming cafe in Norwich. That's the one. We've had no, dealings with them. It wasn't Norwich, was it? Yes, it was. Called One Life Left. That is. Bam, bam, bam. I'm going to disappear for a few weeks. <laughs> I am going to disappear for a few weeks. So we should be back. Well, we don't know next week. Might be ice cream. Who can say? You said that in a bit of a French. <laughs> We might be back next week. Uh, otherwise, we'll be back in two weeks. And that'll be it for Christmas. Mm. Uh-oh. And that'll be after the Christmas party, won't it? 
Yeah. So who can tell? If you are coming to Christmas party, we will see you there. Uh, if you're not coming, sign up for the waitlist. We'll try and get you in. Till then. Till then. Au revoir. See you. Au revoir. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> 